it's Katie Clancy, the happiest person in real estate, and this is the happiest person in real estate podcast. And this one's being recorded on Saturday, March 14th, in the middle of our pandemic social distancing moment week, weeks, month. I don't know. We don't know how long this is going to happen for, but um, it's a thing. It is definitely a thing. And it is showing up in some really funky ways. And in particular, this social distancing suggestion, mandate, whatever that's sweeping the nation is forcing everything to close, to cancel, to pause, all this crazy stuff. And it's, it's, you know, putting us all in our houses and yada, yada. So for some of us, like myself, who is, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a natural creative. I've never been a fan of external schedules imposed upon me. I always think I've got a, a better idea or better way to do things. And I secretly resent having to be somewhere at a certain time. Um, and so when social distancing announced, when social distancing dictated that everything had to be canceled, part of me is like, yeah, a break from the boring, confining structure. I can do what I want when I want. And you are not the boss of me. <laughs> this this is the song of my people whenever there is an interruption of the normal daily demands imposed on me. Like the darn school schedule, work deadlines, appointments, and events. All those things, I they're gone. They're over. I don't have to deal with them. I am free, free to create, free to make my own schedule, and do all the things I can't do when the man is holding me down. Oh, this is actually very much like the feeling I had when I first went into real estate, no more punching someone else's clock, no calendar imposed on me. I am the boss of me, not you. You're not the boss of me. So I say this, <clears throat> but as I speak, it is past 10 a.m. Oh, it's 1030. I am still in my pajamas. I am recording from an unmade bed. And uh, my overall, I would have to say my overall productivity rating, I'm going to put at about a three, just only because I did manage to walk the dog so far and I have had a decent breakfast. Um, but I, uh, that's about it. So what, is, what does this mean? This means that creatives and entrepreneurs like myself, while we deeply value our, our, our autonomy, I must confess and admit that we do benefit from a bit of structure. Okay, I'm going to put it out there. Some structure is good for us, even if it comes from somewhere else. And I would actually say, especially if it comes from somewhere else. So social distancing has removed all of the external structure that, like it or not, I actually rely on. So do I like getting up at 4.30 a.m. for the gym? No. No, sir, I do not. But the gym makes me feel good, and that super early class is the only one that fits in my schedule. So I get up and I go. Then, because I have to get a kid to carpool by 8 a.m., I hustle home, and I shower, and I'm dressed and ready for the day. Dogs walked, lunch packed by before 8 o'clock. So this gets me in the saddle at work by after, you know, everything's done, get the kid dropped off. So by 
8.30 a.m., I am ready to get after it at work. And that's exactly what I do. Nose down, no distractions. I've handled all my responsibilities. I am ready to go. And I'm super duper productive. And then there's all the weekly meetings, appointments, rehearsals, blah, 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 etc. that are sprinkled throughout the week. I realize now that those are almost like little stepping stones around, you know, throughout the week around which I build the rest of my tasks and responsibilities. So it's very interesting, this connection between external schedules and my personal productivity as an entrepreneur. So when this social distancing uh, started, um, I got very excited. And it's the same thing, like I said, when I started in real estate, at first I celebrated my newfound freedom. I did things I hadn't been, you know, had been putting off. Like I, what did I do? I joined a choir. I started knitting again. I started running. All these things that I didn't have time for because I was crammed into someone else's schedule. I did all that. But then, you know, okay, great, finished the sweater, ran the race, you know, did the show, and uh, now what? So it, after the novelty wears off, quickly a wide open calendar starts to look less like liberation and more like a frightening abyss of disorder. And I spend a lot more time doing nothing in this when my time frees up. I actually do less with it than when I have some structure and I'm busy. And people say that, you know, if you want something done, ask a busy person because they know they don't have much time. So they're going to cram it into one little sliver that they know is available. And they know that's their only opportunity to get it done. So they're likely to hammer it out and get it done during that time. And that is absolutely true for me. But there's a, there is definitely a balance. But so, so this whole, you know, having your calendar totally open, I think is what this is the phenomenon that's happening to a lot of people right now with everything being canceled for social distancing. There's this rejoicing happening, but I think that is going to last a very short period of time. And then we are going to see some problems uh, start happening after people have, you know, had their fun. Now, now what? Now we're just going to get irritated with each other. We're going to, our houses are going to be a mess. We're not going to get the work done that we thought we would. Our kids aren't going to be productive. They're not going to know what to do unless, here's the catch, um, we, we need to put in our own schedules. We need to put in our own structure. Um, we might have grumbled about the constraints of ex externally imposed schedules before, but the honeymoon, the honeymoon will end quickly. Um, it's going to take a very short period of time to go from ah to <sighs> So, um, yeah, just like I was saying, with no footholds in your schedule, you stop moving forward. And it's actually a little scary. Um, but there is a way to fix it. And it's within all of our power. And this, my friends, I think is going to be very telling is going to be how people handle this lack of imposed structure. Are people going to be able to impose their own structure? So if you're concerned about that, I'm going to share with you some of the things that our family is doing, what I'm also doing for my business to keep things on track and to keep my kids on track. They've both got extended um, breaks from school that may go indefinitely. So we've got to be prepared for this. 
So here's what we're doing. The, f we're, the first thing we're doing is we're going to make a couple of lists. Um, the first list we're making are things we can do at the house, things we can do while social distancing. On it, we've got things so far like starting some seeds inside for our garden for outside, doing some yard work, family game night, um, cooking and baking. I actually saw a great post from a friend of mine who's like, really excited about um, trying some new recipes with their family, which I think is an awesome idea. I might do that too. Maybe. I don't know. My kids like to cook, so maybe that'll be what they like to do. I don't, not my thing. Um, but I'll eat it, that's for sure. Uh, what else do we see we're going to do? Oh, well, we're on Cape Cod, so go take a beach walk. Go get some fresh air. Uh, beach walk, trail walking. We have some gorgeous trails around here. In fact, last week I just... Uh, took my first walk at um, the Long Pasture Audubon trails with my friend Wendy, and it was gorgeous. Highly recommend that if you are local to Cape Cod. Um, we're also going to play some basketball in the driveway. That that made it to the list. Um, the other list that we are making is a list of things we wish we could be doing right now, but we can't because of social distancing. And we will make a point to schedule these things when it is safe and sensible to do it. Those things are ice skating, the movies, shoe shopping, visiting family and friends, and sleepovers so far. I'm sure we will add to that list as we realize how many things we do that put us in contact with lots of people. Um, and the other thing that I'm going to do partly for my business, but also partly for my family, because, you know, these kids have serious, I've got one college kid and one middle school kid, and they're both, you know, learning things that, you know, this curriculum comes at them fast and furious and in an effort to help them and to help our poor schools, because they've got to figure out how to manage all of this. I want to keep my kids moving forward with their work. And I am not 100% interested in being a homeschool teacher, quite honestly. Um, I'm very grateful that my kids are old enough and responsible enough, I think, to respond to a little bit of structure here and get some work done. So I am lucky in that regard. But here's what we're going to do. I am going back to all of the amazing productivity skills I learned in Michael Hyatt's book, Free to Focus, which I highly recommend, especially right now. Get that book, my people, especially if you are not a born organized person like myself. I'm not a born organized person. I'm a born, oh, I like to call myself a creative. I've said that three times now, um, but it's true. I am, um, but I'm not born organized. So these things do not come naturally to me. I have to learn them and consciously choose to do them. So I don't, what I want you to know, if you're also not born organized, do not use that as an excuse to fritter away this time. You absolutely can do these things. And this book is just awesome. It, it really lays it out. Um, so the free to focus book by Michael Hyatt, big recommendation. And also my friends at the boom team, um, did a great productivity and time management, um, webinar a while back. And if you go check them out and I'll, I'll find a link to send it to you. They have some great productivity. I guess they're hacks, but they're just strategies for how to get stuff done. Um, so what I'm going to do along those lines is I'm going to take a look at my morning and end of day routines. This is how I start and end my day and make sure that I've got things in there that help my kids and that address the fact that we're probably not leaving the house. Um, so I will 
put in there, you know, help my kids get out of bed at, you know, by a certain time so that they can start their days and have a little bit of structure. And by the same token, you know, we, we're not going to stay up all night watching Netflix either. We, we have to have a little bit of bones in, in our calendar. Um, the second thing I'm going to do is look at themes. So I've got a, you know, based on the things that I learned from those two sources, I have themes to my work days. One day through Friday each day, I prioritize a different kind of work. On Mondays, I prioritize connecting with current clients and so on. You know, Wednesdays, I prioritize marketing and Fridays, I prioritize operational stuff. So I'm going to br also bring in in the afternoons, prioritizing things with my family. I'm going to recommend that the kids are working at the same time that I'm working. So that nine to 12 window will be the time when we're all kind of nose down in our work so that we're not interrupting each other, where we're all sort of in the same mode and we get into a bit of a routine. And the third thing is I'm going to build in family blocks. So we're going to build in some time. That'll probably, probably be some of the breaks in our morning and then in the afternoon where we're all just screwing around. Do whatever you want. Cat videos, Netflix, a belly button contemplation, whatever you want to do in that time, you are free. You're not going to bother anybody. You can jump around like a monkey because it is free time and it's built in and nobody has to feel bad that they're blowing off work or that they're bothering someone else. Although the monkey jumping could prove to be annoying to the belly button contemplators, I think that might be problematic. Anyway, um, but building in a little bit of structure that we all observe together so that we can sort of get a rhythm to our days and keep everything moving forward so that when we come out of this social distancing stuff, we re-entry won't be too painful. Um, so I do, I, I've admitted it. I think I've come clean that some structure is good. I like my structure, but I have to also admit that I really do appreciate some external structure. I really do. I like being accountable to someone else. I like the fact that my kid has to be at school at a certain time and it's my job to get her there. It is, it feels like I've served her and that it's also something that I'm not, you know, I'm more likely to blow something off that only affects me, less likely to blow something off that affects my kids or their school, etc. Um, but I do, I do like to plan as much of my own things as possible. I do confess that. So if you want more info on what we're doing, how we're doing it, how it's working out, that's the other thing. We're just at the beginning of this and this is all hypothesis. I mean, this is stuff we've started to work on, but we have not been in, in this for more than a day so far. So if you want to check back and see how this is all working out, I will document it online. Um, but go to the blog at katieclancy.com and then also come see me on Facebook at, you can go right to my personal page, which is Katie Ahern Clancy or katie.ahernclancy, whatever. Katie Ahern Clancy? Yeah, that's where it is. And um, and we'll let you know how, uh, how we're doing. And I really want to hear from you if you've found some good ways to manage your social distancing time. Please share them with me on Facebook or at uh, katieclancy.com. And in the meantime, everybody, stay healthy and be happy. <laughs>